it's always a blessing to come before God's children and speak a word. Amen. And we want to thank Minister School for those readings. May God continue to have a blessing and favor upon her and her ministry as well. Amen. As I stand here before us this morning today, I want us to keep in mind uh, doing away with the noise. Amen. Uh, right now we're in a time and season where things are a little noisy because God is at work. Ignore the noise. Stay focused and continue to stay prayerful. Amen. This morning, gospel reading coming from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Amen. And the superscription reads the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Matthew 25. And it reads, then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flash of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout. Look, here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. And then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, it will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealer and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, <coughs> excuse me, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet. And the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you will know neither the day nor the hour. Amen. Amen. There will be joy from the waiting. Amen. Let us pray. Most of the Father, I come before you, Lord, I stand before you and your children. God, first giving you all the honor and praise. Now, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit falls down upon you. Anoint me, God for this measure that your children are edified, yet by you getting all the glory and praise. Now, God, I do this right before you. Pray that you find the light. Lord, asking you and have your way in me. Just pray, Lord, I truly do ask in your son Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. There will be joy from the waiting. Not only here today is the text telling us to get ready, but it's also said, stay ready. The oil is what keeps the light burning. Amen? 
the oil, hold on to that, is what keeps the light burning. Today, our text continues and concludes Jesus' discourse of his second coming and the end of the world. Here, Jesus is found using the form of another parable, interlocked with a farewell sermon of caution. A farewell sermon of caution, reminding his believers, as well as those who are lost, to be ready to attend to his presence, his coming, that is, for no one knows the time he will return. Amen? Let us open the text here a little bit. Here in this parable, Jesus speaks of the coming of a bridegroom. Ten bridesmaids and their lamps, some wise and some foolish. All ten were waiting for a big day, waiting for the wedding day to come. The eschatological, that is, the end time. Stay with me now. This is the parable, but this is what Jesus is speaking of. All ten had their lamps of gold with expectations and presumably dressed for the occasion. And from their appearance, it was hard to recognize five who was wise and five who was foolish. Uh, that which represents that by the naked eye isn't always a true picture, amen? Uh, looks are deceiving. Uh, in many cases, even today, we being children of God should always be mindful of our current position. I'm speaking about our current state, that which we are. What does my house look like? How does it operate? Uh, let's understand, we are not speaking uh, about one's status of worldly value here. But, but, but the very presence of how well one light will shine as a child of God. That's what we're talking about here. How well will your light shine being a child of God? Well, when the bridegroom returns, his job, his purpose is to be looking for the lamps that will signify children of light. Amen? Amen. See, uh, here in the backdrop of the uh, parable, Jesus is emphasizing it was not just the looks, it was not just the lamps, nor the long garments, the dresses that reveal the difference between the wise and the foolish, but, 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 but it was the readiness. Somebody say oil. We'll get back to oil in a little bit. But it was their readiness. See, here's the point. No one knows the day nor the hour of the parousia. The second coming, that is. The time is of unknown. Yet the time is certain. Amen? Well, the text says these ten brides may all have lamps. Lamps with oil, but only five were prepared for the great Eschaton. 
Oh, hallelujah. They also carry fast of all. I'm talking about the word to keep the light shining. See, they didn't just have a lamp. They didn't just have a reserve of oil, but they have a word of oil that keeps the light shining for Christ. When I take a moment here and try to picture that particular scene, this picture reminds me of the two men who had built houses that superficially appeared as the same. In other words, they built two houses that looked exactly the same, but only one would meet the eschatological task. Right, yeah. It talks about it over in Matthew. Uh, Matthew 7, 24 through 7. In the NRSV version, it reads it this way. It describes Jesus speaking about the ears and the doors. Uh, and she says, everyone then who hears these words of mine, this is Jesus speaking, and act on them will be like a wise man. Who build his house on rock. Mm. The rain fell, the floods came, the wind blew and beat against that house. But, 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 but it did not fall because it had been found on a rock. What is your foundation? Amen? Amen. Oh, well, well, let's stop for a moment. I'm going to ask a question here. Have you ever worked with sand? Had to deal to the uh, intellect to deal with sand, you know, grains of sand. You know, it looks pretty. Uh, it has a silky soft feel to the touch. Uh, it, it also has a sensational feel from the sole of one's feet all the way up to their brain. But, 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 but the moment the sand is tried, it just runs away. It collapses. The substance of it is what has been built now begins to dissolve. But watch this. It says, the rain fell on the house that the foolish man built, which was a, a, a sand, you know, sinking sand. When the rain fell and the floods came and the wind blew and beat up against that house, it fell down. If the foundation ain't right, it can't stand. Amen? Amen. Jesus said, let everyone how they build upon the foundation he laid, for it will be tested by fire. Well, here's a question. Does the oil in the lamp coincide with the foundation Jesus has laid? I'm talking about the gospel of the law. Does the oil is in the lamp, because now we all are just like those uh, bridesmaids. Waiting on Christ Jesus. The door in that lamp uh, coincide with the foundation of the gospel. See, here's the thing the oil is the inner substance that shines the light. It shines the light of Christ. And every so often it has to be replenished that the light continues to glow. Oh, hallelujah. When we find ourselves doing much of our, us, our own self, that very they have very little room for righteousness, our light begins to dim. Who will see us if we only could see ourselves? Mercy, mercy. Ah, just as we saw last week, with hunger and thirst for righteousness sake. The mouth operates the same way. It has an appetite for all. 
Yes. In a hunger and thirst for all that the light might shine. I'm talking about all of love, peace, all of humbleness, all of patience, all of thanksgiving and goodness. See, we can't put anything inside of your pistol, we might. Have you ever 
chance to meet. You know how it went. Uh -huh. You know you should be doing some things, but you're going to put it off to the side for a little while. And the moment it's time for you to step up, you have to step back because you're not ready. Oh, hallelujah. No gospel, no love. This, this is what was going on with, 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 with those bridesmaids and with Maxwell. It was, was empty. They had no gospel, no love, no beatitude. They had no fruit. All right. A vessel filled with emptiness. Nothing to turn on the light for the coming of the Lord. See, the, the mistake here with the five foolish bridesmaids dealt with consistency. Oh, hallelujah. We see that even today. They are those who can only do it just for a short while. Then they lose sight, lose focus. I'm talking about lack of commitment. Here as a disciple, it takes sincere effort and commitment to do what is right. Jesus explained to us all, readiness means living the life of the kingdom. Uh, living the life, the quality life described there on the summit of the mountain. Here's the point. This old world will often challenge one with what quality of all that they're carrying in the lamp. That's what the world does. Though things may appear to be going very well, uh, 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 up jumped the rabbit out of the coconut boat. That's something my mother used to always say. You know, you think you got it going, and then all of a sudden there's a surprise. And their oil in their lamp is now asked to shine, but to shine on something that seems darkened. Mm. The oil in the lamp is now being sequestered to turn up the light. Let some Jesus shine on the moment. Uh, when we go low, I remember Michelle Obama used to say, first lady Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go higher. When the situation seems dark, you got to know how to turn the light up. Amen? Amen. The higher the light goes up, the broader it will shine. Uh, see, being, you got to see how this thing, because you're being tried, you're being tested. Uh, uh, being a peacemaker uh, uh, for a day is not that pressing as being a peacemaker all year long or a peacemaker year after year while you're still waiting on the second coming of the bridegroom, amen? The more peace one constitutes to a matter, the more the oil will store up for the light in the lamp. You, you gotta know how to do it even though it doesn't feel well. You gotta know how to do it to swallow it even though it may not taste right because God is still in charge. Yes, yes, yes he is. It's just a test. Oh, some of us thought these last four years was rough. But God has shown us a new light, amen? The script is already written, as you always see pastors say. Just learn how to walk in it. But you walk in it by faith and faith in Christ Jesus, the greatest he that's in the world. That's in you, I'm sorry, that's in he that's in the world. Greatest is Christ Jesus. That's right. Oh, hallelujah. See, I don't want us to get this understood. When you become a peacemaker, there are certain things that require you. See, uh, I'm not speaking about being peaceful to the point to allow wrongness or ill manners to run over you. That's not quite what I'm saying here. 
But I'm speaking about a peacemaker that starts from within the heart, which comes from above. That's the type of peacemaker we have to be. Whatever the situation is, if you have it, with God is in control, you will prevail. Most might not realize it, but it's hard to do anything without the anointing of God. It's hard. You know, if this don't have any good in it, God must be a part of it. The Lord will take that which is crooked and will make it straight. That's what he does. Amen? Well, it speaks when you start talking about shining the light. You're talking about mercifulness. Being merciful for an, an occasion or an event can be viewed pleasant, may even be viewed courteous. But being merciful for a lifetime, when the boom is still delayed, though, either requires the oil, keeping oil in the lamp. Preparedness. Now, watch this, you all. It's grace. Grace is the oil in which we must have the lamp in the vessel. A fixed perspective, grace, a grace with a fixed perspective of Christ Jesus, a fixed perspective in the heart of God, the preeminent love to God, and a forgiving love for our fellow brothers and sisters. That's important here. Here, when we begin to uh, close this text, it shows us the disadvantage one has by not getting ready and staying ready. If you sleep, wake up. Praise the Lord. If you don't time out, get back in. Come Amen. Come on. Know and trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. The parable says right here, uh, uh, when the bridegroom arrived, oh, hallelujah, a loud shout came at midnight announcing his arrival. Will you be ready? Yes, Lord. Oh, I, I can't even imagine uh, 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 what would it be like in that day. Folks running all around, scratching, wondering, are they prepared and ready enough? Uh, you gotta already be in the game. That means stand ready for his coming, right? we see here in the text. The five who had no oil, not ready, gave a look to those who had oil to give them, uh, asked to give them some of their oil. But, but, but it was too late. Uh, they only had enough for themselves. Uh, they advised the five foolish bridesmaids to go and seek a dealer and go by their own oil. Here's the thing, there is no dealer when the Lord comes, amen? He can't help you then. It's too late. Now watch this, you all. As I was reading and looking at this parable, if you know the parable said it was at midnight when the bridegroom arrived, amen? So, look at this, so if the five don't have enough light to attend to the Lord. What, how's they last going to shine and go look for a dealer? Mercy. You see that? It looks like it's too late. 
Oh, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now, 